1: the dork, dork but podcast but is rich keith it's the dork podcast the dork podcast hashtag it's the hashtag boom, dork podcast
0: <laughs> thanks for tuning in to another episode of hashtag dork my name is rich keith joined as always by Davey eyeballs he is rockter von doctor he is promo code ron von d y'all hail the king of ginger ale it's ryan davy Davey, how are you good now yeah, I think you got to have to be pretty good. Davey's the good biggest now. Spider-Man fan that I know in my life. And so mm-hmm. I'm very excited to talk about the topic du jour with you. I think I already know how you feel about this.
1: So it's not going to be a grand surprise, but it's not a very big surprise. No, there's lots to talk about though. Isn't there there's a lot to unpack here? I'm so excited. I'm so excited to talk to you yes. about this.
0: Me, me too. This is as excited as uh, I have been for a podcast in a while. And by the way, we have a ton of, of like episodes already planned for the next end of this year and into next year. There's so many things we have to get to, like Hawkeye and the Matrix. Year awards, year preview, and and what I, and what I want to talk about to kick off the news this week. The door. Door. Oh, That's not the news sounder, Keith. I think my dreams have come true because the McGruber television series is available on Peacock and it's all eight episodes. They're not stringing out week by week. All eight episodes are available. I know on Twitter you said you have started. How far into McGruber are you?
1: I am four episodes in. So I'm halfway in. Okay. Halfway home. And it is, he, this isn't a spoiler, but he's, for those of you at home, he is naked in the first two episodes, basically. Um, and it is everything that you thought it would be like, they didn't pull any punches. It's all swearing. It's, you know, male butts. It's great. It is full MacGruber. It is full MacGruber. It is
0: 100% full MacGruber. I have seen every episode and I will watch it again. So eight episodes they are all roughly a half hour. Some are a little less. I think there's one or two that's a little bit more, but basically it's four hours of MacGruber. And you're right. I was worried. I'm like, all right, I don't know what kind of direction Peacock wants to go in. Like, it's not clearly it's not Disney Plus, but I don't know if it's HBO Max. Like, what are they going to do? Nope, it's McGroover. It's the same jokes. It's the same type of humor. And Ryan Phillippe is back, and he is great. Kristen Wiig is back. She is great. Then they introduce some other characters in there. I am all in, all in on this show. You
1: got to figure, too, like, Will Forte and Jorma Tacone probably were like, we're not doing this unless we can do it our way.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think they're smart enough to know that the the really passionate niche audience likes it for a certain reason, and it's why it's a cult comedy or whatever, cult classic. Mm. Um, If they PG'd it up, there's already a group of people that don't like McGruber, sadly, in the world. It pains me to say it, but there's a group of people out there that don't like it. Then the people who do like it would be like, what is this? And then you'd have nobody. So they did a good job sticking to their guns. Peacock, I congratulate them for being like, all right this is the show we're committed to this show mm-hmm. let's do it and like lauren michaels is the main right. executive producer or whatever on it so he's all on board and it is just everything you would want as a mcgruber fan it is what you are looking for exactly what you're looking and for. then some
1: MacGruber! he has a drinker to each night but it doesn't affect his job MacGruber! the guy's a social drinker MacGruber!
0: Oh my god, I love it so much! There's already so many uh, quotable quotes. Now the question is, when do we get to this for the standalone episode? Because it's over, but you also want to give people time to watch it. And then, like I just said a moment ago, we have so many things in the hopper.
1: We got so we got Hawkeye yeah. next week, and then we got what well, the Dorkies after that, mm-hmm. and then what's after that? And then it's like we maybe the to- Matrix. Or like, there's so much yeah, stuff that I we know to do. So the Matrix comes out tomorrow. So it does, or it's, no, it's this weekend. That was the twenty second or twenty first. Oh, is it really? Yeah, I think it's tomorrow. It's coming no, out 22nd. on the second. Let me see. Coming what? out on
0: a Tuesday, Ryan. That would be the first movie ever to come out on a Tuesday. Although Matrix we have
1: Resurrections, we have a Tuesday double header yeah. in football. So Wednesday, twenty second.
0: That was on Wednesday.
1: I know that because it is the wife's birthday. That's why it, it stood out to me.
0: Well, happy birthday.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, first and foremost.
0: And second of all, that is odd. I guess it's just because of Christmas and stuff. So they're giving me a head start. Yeah. so like the
1: long Christmas weekend. Christmas Eve is going to be a weird yeah. one. Yeah. Christmas on me. a Saturday. So it's yeah. Yeah.
0: So also coming out on Wednesday is going to be the season finale of Hawkeye. Just six episodes of Hawkeye. And I'll tell you what right now, Ryan, episode five. Fantastic. Tell was a doozy, wasn't it? Oh, my God. And we're not going to spoil it here because if people are waiting to binge it. Although, again, if you're on the Internet, it's really tough to avoid stuff. But great great stuff in episode five maybe the best episode so far and yelena i'll this isn't a spoiler she we knew was going to be in it and she
1: is great like electric. she's electric on the show
0: yeah she stole she stole the whole goddamn show
1: like you see like these people who are kind of like bit at like stunt people who are also actresses and then you get how do you say it's pew right florence pew florence and Haley steinfeld in a scene together and you're like oh like this is what real actors do. They were just locked in the whole time. It was great. It was great. It's awesome. And and she's it's a like, delight. She's delightful.
0: It's classic Hawkeye because Hawkeye, even if you like Hawkeye, he's like still like everybody's like sixth Avenger. Or like right. and in the movies, he's like the only non-super I guess him and Black Widow, like or uh, Iron Man's not superpowered either, but you get my point. Like he's the only one that's doing like you know your regular routine. And then in this show, you're like, the name of the show is Hawkeye, and yet. Kate Bishop's version of Hawkeye, and now Yelena's version of Black Widow are so much better than even him. <laughs> you know, right. That's getting fucking one right. up all over the place.
1: Well, and then at the end of the episode, a big, like, <sighs> yeah. yeah. Yep.
0: Yeah. So I'm like, this show's getting better and better. I was getting, I wouldn't say nervous with the MCU, but you know me, I really didn't like Eternals at nope. all, and What If was trash, and Falcon Winter Soldier was not good either. I was like, eh, like everything they do was not great. But now with the topic du jour and with Hawkeye, you're like, all right, we're we're back and back on track. Uh, the Book of Boba Fett. It's going to be another uh, big month for Disney Plus. That comes out th- next week. Next, next week. week. Next week. That yeah. comes out. I can't wait, dude. I can't wait.
1: And my favorite like tertiary Star Wars character is Fennec Shand. I love Fennec Shand. So I'm, I'm oh, excited you're for, to
0: see. You're in for a treat then, sir. Aren't I? You're in for a right awesome treat. Yeah. Yep. uh We have a lot to get to. So I, I've gotten more submissions and you can continue to submit to uh, dorkpodcast at gmail.com. You or should I have bought this? uh Maybe even after Christmas. Maybe you're going to buy yourself something for Christmas. You can ask us next week. Should you have bought this? I'll make some more note of that. Uh, It would have been brought to you by 47 brand. Go to 47 brand.com. Enter hashtag dork at checkout for 20% off your entire order. Uh, But right now let's get to this.
1: It's time for Davey's video game. Even if it takes more than a minute. Oh, right. right, What do you got? Well, I don't, I tell you, we don't got, I have my, I don't have my damn mug on my desk. I put it in the dishwasher, but, uh, this portion hey. of the program is brought to you by our friends at Wild Bill Soda. Go to drinkwildbills.com, use the promo code Ron Von D. Get yourself 20% off your soda, your beef jerky, your flavored peanuts, barbecue sauces, juice, tea, whatever. You go and get it, coffee. Hey, do you you have go the coffee and get yet? that. Yeah, it's good. It's good. Okay, good. Um, so uh, go do that. Drinkwildbills.com use the promo code Ron Von D. Now, the biggest news I have is that for the very first time. A video game won a Hugo Award. Now, for those of you who don't know what a Hugo Award is, that is the highest award you can get. It's basically the Oscars of science fiction and fantasy writing. Um, it was the very first time a video game won a Hugo Award, and that went to Hades, one of my favorite games of the year. Um, unbelievable game, unbelievable depth of storytelling and gameplay and all that stuff. Almost a perfect video game. Um, So congratulations to them for winning a Hugo Award, the first video game ever to do it. There is a huge uh, video game tournament going on right now called the JBL Quantum Cup. So they have divisions in Counter-Strike, Fortnite, and Apex going on right now. And if you go online, you can watch all of that stuff. They're streaming the whole thing. So if you're a fan of competitive video gaming, please go and check that out. Um, The Final Fantasy VII Remake Upgrade to PlayStation 5 is coming this week. So those of you who have who have bought the game on PlayStation Network and, are, and we're waiting for it, it's coming this week. The double edged sword of that is if you bought it on PC, I'm hearing there's a lot of problems with that port over to PC. Um, and then we again, we'll have I'll give you a rundown of all my games of the year and what to look forward yeah. to in 2021 in the coming weeks. But uh, we got to keep this short because I have I, I know this is gonna surprise a lot of people. Mm-hmm. I got a lot to say. We have a lot to talk about i got a lot to say about yes. this so uh-huh. that's davy's video game and it brought to you by our friends at wild bill soda drinkwildbills.com, promo code ron Von D. thank you very much
0: y'all ready for bisque right ready for bisque aka the topic du jour
1: you bet your ass i am well i'm glad you asked it's the topic of the day
0: and today it is spider-man no way home a pg-13 film that ran two hours and 28 minutes on Rotten Tomatoes, currently it's rocking a 94% by the critics, 99% by the audience. Uh, it is the third Tom Holland Spider-Man movie. It is the ninth Spider-Man movie, if you include Spider-Verse. So there's eight live action, one cartoon, and there's nine Spider-Mans. And this is the 27th MCU film. Uh, We'll begin, as we always do, with our movie and TV reviews, spoiler-free. Ryan, did you
1: like it? I fucking loved it. I loved it. Ah, laser beam! It's better than fireballs, you pussy! It is better than fireballs. It is fucking laser beams.
0: You fucking pussy.
1: Okay, I like it! Perfect. All
0: right. So I, so I don't even need to ask the second question. So by the way, uh, I'll answer it. Yes. I also liked it. I liked it very much. Uh, Did it live up to the hype? It sounds like for you, it certainly did because there was a ton of a ton of hype for this one,
1: ton of hype for this one, but also like what they did, what John managed to do with this property. um, There's so much going on. And I think, I think that there, there's a depth to this that I'm sure not a casual Spider-Man fan might not get to, and I know one of the gripes that people had. We'll get to that in spoilers, um, and I will demystify that whole thing for All you. Right. Um, but to pare this back down, like to bring the and the idea that, and this isn't a spoiler, but the three movies with Tom Holland as Peter Parker is one origin story. To yes. make the three movies an origin story like yep. that was fucking genius. Yeah. And we'll get to that in spoilers obviously, but I can't wait.
0: Yeah, I I uh I don't I think it did live up to the hype. And the reason why I said there's so much hype around it and it was one where I did a couple trailer breakdowns for it. I was like, do I really want to do this cuz I do I, I want to like kind of spoil myself or tip my hand. Like is as, as excited as people might have been for any of the other MCU movies this year. Shang-Chi, Eternals, and Black Widow. This blows it out of the water. This to me outside of infinity war and end game and what maybe the first avengers like i just mm-hmm. said there's 27 mcu movies and because of the ideas of what was going to go on and hell even in the trailer you got doc ock and green goblin you're like wait a minute because enough people now are aware of well that spider-man is over there this spider-man is over here and like they're, they're not going to overlap so i think there was as much excitement for this um as any of those movies outside of Infinity War and Endgame. So the story, here's the thing. I want to get into unpack this more in spoilers. Mm -hmm. The story does have a chance to be pretty complicated or at least allow you to sort of step in a couple of plot holes, right? Because you're dealing with so much. You're dealing with multiverse. You're dealing with magic spells. You're dealing with um, time uh, travel. Like You're dealing with a lot of stuff. But overall, did you you like how they did what they did?
1: Yes, because what – and again, it's so difficult to do this without giving too much away. In what you thought this movie was going to be, it wasn't. Mm -hmm. And and you had all these ideas of seeing all these trailers, seeing all the promotional art, seeing everything on Twitter that like it was impossible to get away from. Some of these are the worst-kept secrets in the MCU. Right. And how they managed – to do this successfully is, is incredibly impressive. And mm-hmm. to keep that character of Peter Parker at its core, I'm, I mean, I'm rambling already, yeah. but like no, I the hear heart you. of who that person is, they finally nailed it with Tom Holland. They finally got to it. And yeah. for us Spider-Man fans, we had a lot of issues. I never really got into it, but there was a lot of issues for like who Peter Parker is in relation to the MCU. People didn't yeah. really like that. I was on board with that, but they did such a good job bringing it back.
0: I think the characters will we'll get into some of the best and worst here coming up. Uh, the the action, I would say pretty damn good overall. And again, it's such a high bar when it comes to both comic book movies and then specifically MCU movies. But I was pretty pleased with the action because the Spider-Man character himself lends to so many cool-looking shots and scenes and like abilities compared to maybe some of the other characters.
1: And so there are times, too, where it's almost... Overwhelming, like you. It's I saw it in an IMAX, so it's kind of like there's a lot going on on the screen. Yeah, it was. You know, so um, you know, at least eight, nine characters on the screen at once.
0: Yeah, yeah. So it wasn't it wasn't as big as obviously Infinity War or Endgame, but according compared to some of the other movies we've seen, it was bigger. What did you think of the comedy in the movie? Did you find yourself laughing at all?
1: I did. So I was smiling throughout, and there were some legitimately funny parts. Um, one character in particular, I feel, stole the show in the movie with yes. the, the quippiness, yep, um, which we'll get to in spoilers. Um, but that person was just
0: really dead strong. on, really dead strong.
1: on. And yeah. I think you know who I'm talking about. I, we haven't talked about this, but no, we haven't you know talked about
0: it. specifically. So, mm-hmm. But I do know who I think you're you're talking about. Uh, where does this rank for the ultimate Spider-Man fan mm-hmm. amongst Spider-Man
1: movies? It's one B. It's still behind Spider-Verse a little bit, but like yeah. by not by much. Not so by much.
0: I would say there's only four movies of the nine that mm-hmm. could be somebody's number one overall. You could only have uh Spider-Man two, Spider-Verse, Spider-Man Homecoming, or this one in some order. Like I still have Spider-Verse one. I like Homecoming, I think slightly more than this one at least when i sat down to try to unpack my rankings i would have this as the third spider-man movie ahead of far from home ahead of spider-man 2 ahead of spider-man 1 amazing spider-man 1 and then obviously two of them are just garbage
1: okay so mine would be how many one two three four five six seven eight nine okay so i would go Mm spider-verse 1a this 1b then two then homecoming then the first Raimi. Then amazing, then amazing two, then far from home, then three. There's no fucking way you have
0: amazing Spider-Man two over far from home. That's wild. I
1: didn't like far from home, and I, I'll I get it. I'll get into not. that.
0: The I more I the more not. I
1: watched it, the more I didn't like it, and I'll I'll get into that.
0: All right, um, where does it rank for you in the MCU? Now this is tough, and this can obviously change over time. It's hard to have certain ones locked in. I have it. I have all 27 of my movies up. Uh, obviously, I had most recently Eternals Dead Last. That is the new bottom. My personal list, I have Guardians of the Galaxy number one. So you, by- like,
1: you hated Eternals more than you hated Thor Dark yep. World?
0: Yep. Oh, yeah. Wow. I hated hate Eternals. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have this ranked 11th in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, but I still really, really like it. I actually, I loved Black Widow more than a lot of people, and I have this ranked ahead of Black Widow. So I have it ahead of that. Yep. I have it ahead of Far from Home, Guardians 2, Ant-Man, both Ant-Man, Shang-Chi. I have it ahead of those. I have it just as like neck That's and neck with Homecoming. Movie, What's that? Those are good movies. That's what I'm saying. Those, like those, yeah. Like I mean. you now you can they're almost 20 deep. So like whatever movie you have ranked 19th in the MCU is actually like a good movie. Yeah. That's like oh, a, I, it's I, like I an what, it.
1: 80 what uh, 80 something on Rotten Tomatoes.
0: Uh, which one?
1: Like, if you put something that's, that's oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, that's an 80 on Rotten Tomatoes. These they don't make generally bad movies. This is like Pixar at this point, oh. like everything's positive, everything's good.
0: No, these are great. And I know people are saying 11 is low, but just real quick, if I go Guardians of the Galaxy, Infinity War, Endgame, Civil War, the first Iron Man, the first Avengers, Winter Soldier, Black Panther, Ragnarok, and Homecoming. Like,
1: those are all fucking heaters. Yeah, um, this is definitely in my top 10. Yep. So this, I don't know where it lands. I'm going to say around five. Um,
0: yeah, probably. And there's no shame in that. I got no, no. problem with that. And actually, the way the way we're going to talk about it, I might end up liking it a little bit more. Uh, no surprise, there is a mid and an end credit scene. And once again, I found myself in the theater being flabbergasted by the amount of people that stay for the mid credits and then get up and leave. I'm like, so you didn't just shoot out when the movie was over. Like you didn't right. have to rip a piss so bad that you got up as soon as it went to black. You stuck around for like two minutes, watched the mid credits, and then like get up and leave. I'm like, what are we doing? Just pull your phone out. <laughs> just pull your phone out and sit there for two minutes.
1: Yeah. Anyway. Not doing nothing. All
0: right. Maybe they really
1: had to pee, but
0: that's what I'm guessing.
1: They must have.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, what is your hashtag dork score for Spider-Man No Way Home? Six. I'm going rock hard five, mm-hmm. rock hard five. But again, I could budge that up a little bit. I feel like it's definitely on the high end of five. By no means is it a flaccid five. Because the other thing, I was looking at some of the other movies I have. I'm like, well, if I like this movie and I didn't give all those movies sixes that I just named, I probably gave five of them sixes. Would be and I think
1: uh, so. I think I gave Spider Verse a six too. I, yeah, I probably did. Yeah. I think we both, I think that was the one it was like a unanimous six yep that was both of us. Yep. and um we've had unanimous ones and a unanimous six now so <laughs> um for me i mean yeah. that's it's i can't give it a five and a half it's, no, it's i like good. it too much. i'm not talking
0: you out of it i'm just no, I'm, no, no. No. I'm glad you liked it that much i liked it very much i uh usually we ask is the movie must see we already know the answer yes separate question is it must see twice yes in the theater, I mean. Obviously, once these things come home, everybody watches them a million times. But it might be. It might be a must-see-twice kind of film.
1: So I got I got in a little bit of trouble. So I actually have to see it twice anyway. So I got in a little bit of trouble at, home, at the home front. Um, I had to go see this by myself because I had a hockey tournament Friday, Saturday. Okay. A family Christmas party Sunday, and we were doing this Monday. So I was telling Ry, I was like, look, I got to go. Like the hockey tournament started Friday night. I'm like, oh, I you gotta went go. Friday morning, right? I went Friday morning. So yeah. like I was, I was like, I got to go. I have to do it. There's no other time I can do it. Right. She was obviously at work. So, oh, I was so like, you have to
0: see it with her again. Oh, I mean, uh, uh, so bad. Twist my arm. Yeah.
1: Oh, well. And then I get to, you know, what's going to be great is like I was stone cold. Like I was locked in. Yeah. You know, I took a couple extra pills. I was ready to rock. Like, but now you morning. can. Now I can have a drink. I can like. Yeah. I can look around at other people's reactions. And I was stuff. Saying,
0: look around. Yeah. So there's a couple of things. There's obviously like a pile of Easter eggs. and I feel like mm. I picked up some of them, but I know there's you still sure some did. lying around out there. I know sure there are a few more and there's a couple of things. I'm like, I saw some, I don't know what that is. Second viewing. I can watch that again. So anything else? Not so. It's an aggregate already of a five and a half. I feel mm-hmm. like it's probably going to be in the dorkies. We're going to nominate six movies for best picture. I feel like this is at least gotten into the nominees uh, what do you think right you got anything else non-spoiler
1: i can't say anything else that's non-spoiler yeah.
0: it's just it's must see it is it's, lived up, it's lived up to the hype and uh, i'm sorry it-
1: you're only 20 minutes into this right now right now we're getting into like should i have bought this and i'm sorry that you're like you got to bail early this time but get the fuck get the <laughs> say play it play the thing.
0: i don't have that ready i have this <laughs> spoilers, spoilers. Spoilers! Here come the uh, quick question before we get to spoilers. Uh, Wasinator wants to know: Did they have to clean the ceiling above you guys too?
1: I had an amazingly <laughs> large soda yeah. next to me just yeah. to stay hydrated.
0: Smart. It Smart.
1: would have been like the scene in oh, yeah. was the first scary movie when the kid yeah. just like like <laughs> he blows Anna Faris <laughs> like up to the ceiling and he's like yeah. he just like shrivels. Yeah.
0: yeah. I think everybody knows the one scene for me that that happened with. But let me ask you this now again: we both love it, but this is also, I think, what kind of sums up the Dork Podcast or listeners to the Dork Podcast is mm-hmm. we love worlds like this. We love the idea of oh, a uh, a radioactive spider bites somebody, turns them into a Spider Man. We're on board. Yeah. But as soon as you start to open up, kind of uh, these these other avenues, these other paths. You need to be consistent. Otherwise, we kind of are going to say, well, does it make sense? And so that's what I ask you. When you get into multiverse and the idea of, all right, we're now going to bring in all the people who know Spider-Man is Peter Parker. That's what we're Mm -hmm. doing now from all three multiverse. And they're going to come here because of a spell they screwed up. Does the movie make sense with
1: how they played this thing out? Um. See, this is this is the bit of the hot take that I'm going to come with. It doesn't matter. (laughs) That doesn't matter. No, like honestly,
0: that sounds like an X Men uh universe answer.
1: No, like honestly. So like the point of this movie, like yes, it makes sense. Yes, it kind of like does it play fast and loose sometimes with a little bit of laws of physics and whatever. Sure. Um. There's just so much to take. Anybody, if you go over this with a fine tooth comb, you're going to find some holes. You're going to find some things that don't. Really makes sense. Yeah. Um. One of the things that I knew I was going to have an issue with is why Strange was kind of so frivolous about this. Same. And they kind of answered that. Um. He's not the I, Sorcerer I, Supreme. And that's it. I think he is pissed. And I think he's like a, that, you know, he got blipped. So like Wong is now the Sorcerer Supreme just he wasn't there. But he is trying to prove to him and everybody else that he's better than him. And so <laughs> there's still that ego in Strange a little bit. Yeah, no, there definitely
0: um, is. And that's and that's one of my, and again, it's a loose problem. I gave it a five and I love the movie, but this is just the whole point. We're talking this out. Yeah. Is Dr. Strange. We wondered in the trailer, was he somebody else? Was he being controlled? At least in this, he's not. And to your point, he makes very clear that Wong has taken over. Wong's almost the one looking at him like, don't do this. I'm mm-hmm. busy, but do this and do that or whatever else. Because you get to the Sanctum Santorum and shit's already fucked up. There was like a blizzard. Like they got, they got interns, like shoveling snow. Like that's cr- yeah. yeah. And then, so the problem is with a movie like to, to this scale, it wouldn't have happened if Strange didn't just like immediately start doing a spell. Right? right. Like he didn't even ask Tom Holland like specifics. He was just like, you want to do it? He's like, all right, I owe it to you, kid. And they try to play it up with Tom Holland wants to go to MIT. But even worse than that is seeing his friends not get into MIT. And then he's like devastated. And he's like, this is, it's hurting it's like, like his fault my aunt,
1: and like all this stuff. And he feels guilty. But the thing, the thing that I really liked about that too um, is strange fixed it. He did. He's like, he contained it in that thing. And it was like, we screwed it up. It's got to stay in here or else the shit's going to hit the fan. And he had a plan for the six, the five guys who came through. Mm-hmm. He's like, this is how we're going to deal with it. And he gave, and then, it was on peter yeah who screwed it up it wasn't him it's like look we tried it your way and then again they wound up doing the thing he was doing originally anyway so strange knows what he's doing and that that was what i had a problem with but they fixed it
0: so he's super powerful i was just like you go back to he didn't need to go right down into the dragon's lair and start whipping up spells and then have uh tom holland be like well not my girlfriend not my best friend not my aunt And then so he's like pulling that out. And so he's kind of fucking with it. And then all of a sudden these guys come in. But this is the other thing is now you're also trying to take five other live action movies that Mm -hmm. were made by two separate directors and a whole bunch of different writing teams. And you're trying to pull them in. And so the whole premise of this movie is that anybody in any of the multiverses who knows that Spider-Man is Peter Parker, they show up. And so it's these criminals that show up and they say that they all know who he is and they also say that they all died at the hands of Spider-Man, which is not true.
1: It's no, but that is the critical moment of the movie is that there are things in this universe that you can't undo. There are certain things that you, no matter what you do, this is who you are. Right. Right. And that to me, is where they fucking nailed it. Like they, that was that was perfect, and I, we'll get into that in a little bit. But like, um, yeah. So, but like, Sandman was
0: not killed by Spider-Man.
1: Not in the again. I mean, if you want, so he was in. Now Toby is That's older. Toby,
0: you're right. That's a Toby McGuire character, and he didn't kill him. And then the lizard, I think, got cured by Andrew Garfield. So I'm right. like, these characters but didn't die in the movies.
1: Not the movies you saw. So okay. keep in mind that Open these the time door. has time has passed okay. for these two. So and Garfield has that line where he talks about he, he stopped pulling his punches. Like he started he's started like turning into a like, fucking, kill, like killing people.
0: Turning into like the punisher. Yeah. Right. And
1: then awesome. who knows with Toby Maguire? Like, who who knows? He's Twenty years older now.
0: Was there a part of you that thought he's not going to put the suit on?
1: Yes, I was. I was definitely worried about that, and from that came the best line of the movie. He's like, "Are you going to go go at this looking like a cool youth pastor, or you yeah. you got your suit, yeah. you know?" And that and dude had it on him. And what we were alluding him. to for uh, alluding to earlier, fucking Andrew Garfield was so good, the best in this movie. He, he was, was so, so good,
0: and it was such a surprise yeah it was such a surprise and i do remember liking the first one oh the first one of his very much and i'm like
1: this guy this kid's good like and 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 that's also because and by the way keep in mind that in the morbius trailer there is a picture of toby Maguire spider-man on the wall that says murderer
0: all right so this is also because we're talking about does it make sense this is all kind of bananas. All right. This is
1: this is where it gets crazy.
0: Right. And not to give mm-hmm. everybody a fucking headache over it. And Maybe you're out there. You don't care as much. But actually, if you're listening to this, you probably care very much. So what's confusing as shit is the following. Morbius mm-hmm. in the trailer. So trailer for Morbius, we've all seen. We tweeted it out. It was actually even on at least the movie, the, the place I saw it. It was on beforehand. So Morbius knows who Venom is. Yes, because he said he has that line. He's like, "Oh no, I'm Venom. Oh, I'm just kidding, and I'm I'm a Dracula."
1: And but. he knows who Vulture is. So mm-hmm. Vulture is in the Tom Holland
0: verse. Venom is not in anybody's verse until now. He's kind of in this one, which we'll explain more. Which
1: we'll explain. Which I have an expl- explanation for.
0: Tobey Maguire is. I'm just so fucking confused by it because Venom. To this point, hasn't really had in his movies a Spider-Man. So you're like Peter
1: him or Peter me at this point. And you're like, you're both named Peter, and they're like, no.
0: It's so it's fucking confusing. But I will say this: in this movie, one of the best parts in my mind was all the conversations between the three Spider-Men. And there was one where they're talking about the villains that they fought. Mm -hmm. And you know, obviously Tom Holland's been to outer space, he's fought the big purple guy, he's fought all this stuff, and then uh, toby maguire's like well i also fought like an alien creature like here and then andrew Garfield's like i haven't fought any of these fuckers
1: yeah so that would be fought a cool guy in a movie. rhino suit and yeah but how are they going to cool.
0: explain all of that
1: away they don't have to Oof. um what do you mean like them talking to each other well
0: like morbius like how is morbius and michael keaton vulture and toby mcguire spider-man
1: and venom all in the same well plan. again i mean this is the multiverse that you have to deal with because that's not that adrian tombs you're seeing with morbius is not the probably not the same adrian tombs from homecoming it's Got a it. version of him right where he could like looked at but it's not the same guy
0: um, i mean even though they've already proven that these peter parkers all look different right you're right you so could you, you could, could do right. that way. you're right you yeah. could
1: you could go that direction where yeah. if the Avengers never happened, like who would Adrian Toomes be had he not gotten that tech or whatever, you know? So, yeah. um, that is something that I'm interested to see where that goes. So the other one is,
0: uh, if you if they're being very specific that only the people who knew Spider Man's identity were going to come over, mm-hmm. why do you think there was no Topher Grace Venom? Because he very very clearly knew who he was and actually died at the hands of him. So he hit the criteria both, both whole
1: now. So the, yeah, he hit the criteria for both. Um, But now you have a venom and I don't think, so remember in venom uh, venom Two, the person who knows Peter Parker, isn't Eddie Brock. It's the symbiote.
0: Yeah, this there's a line in there the symbiote knows
1: like everything. It's like I know him. It's like I've been through different universes, I've been through different times, I know this person. So it's not Eddie who knows who he is. Cause remember Eddie's like taking notes like at the end in the mid-credit scene. He's like, yeah. So wait, you're telling me this, this, this. The symbiote already knows that. Yes. Okay. And so that's why he gets blipped in, is because Right, the symbiote is part of him and knows. And then, and boom. I like the fact that they left a little drop on the thing, so that symbiote is now in the MCU. That is in the
0: MCU. That's how we'll right. refer to it. If it's Holland Spider-Man, it's the MCU. If not, yes. we'll call it. It's, Garfield, so we'll call Garfield, it Amazing
1: or yeah. Ramy. So like yeah. that's the yeah. that's the way yeah. I do it in my head. So I like that when Peter I and mean, uh, Toby McGuire was like to Andrew Garfield, like you're amazing. Like you're no, no. Don't worry about that. You're amazing. Like, say it. I want you to say. It. I want you to say it that you're amazing.
0: What's also interesting is like you have J. Jonah Jameson mm-hmm. from the McGuire verse, right? And then now he's in the MCU. When that happened, that was like the big reveal after Far
1: From yeah. Home. Yeah. So in the thing, he doesn't own the Daily Bugle. He has like an Alex Jones type show that's called the Daily Bugle. Right. So it's, it's, so like it's a podcast. Different. So uh, a oh, little bit God. different. Yeah. So that's they tweaked it a little bit, which I I loved. So. Yeah, that's it. So it makes sense um, in the sense that it's like a Days of Future Past. Like, you can do whatever you want now.
0: Yeah, you can. And I I'll uh, trust me, with Days of Future Past, if you try to poke holes in it, you're going to fucking end up with a <laughs> a lot of holes. A lot of holes. If, if you just try to enjoy it, I mean, trust me, I am with this. And again, I like it very, very much. But I'm like, if you're trying to do this much with all these different things, uh, I think you're going to run into... A couple of questions and that's why just looking at the villains that they brought in you're like all right do all five of these guys reach the criteria weren't there other guys that would have also reached that criteria that weren't there and then the flip side what was strange's ultimate plan to send them back as what and at
1: what time because they're like oh we're going to cure them and then send them back to what i don't think he was interested really in curing them i think he was just like we gotta send them back strange wasn't going to cure them yeah
0: Spider-Man wanted to cure him. Spider-Man and the, all the spider man they were like, we're going to cure him. We're not going to kill him." But it's like, to what end? Like, so they go back and they're no longer
1: Green Goblin, but like, is their Spider-Man going to try to fight them? But that, I mean, that was Strange's point the whole time. Is like, yeah. you can delay this all you want. <clears>
0: throat>
1: Ultimately, throat> this is what's going to happen. And there's nothing you can do to change that. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And so... Here is where people I, I was reading, and I think, you know, uh, I was listening to Mac and Goo uh, and their their whole thing was like some of the the villains were useless. Like Sandman, for instance, didn't get as much screen time, or Thomas Hayden Church, like didn't really get or Lizard, or you know, they didn't yeah, Lizard and Sandman were at the least for sure. There it was the other three guys they leaned on more. And for me, they it were was- never the point. Like I think I think that. It was cool to see, but in terms of storytelling, they were just placeholders for people. Like you said, it could have been anybody. Mm -hmm. It could have been anybody who they brought back. It could have been, you know, they could have brought back James Franco. They could have brought back, what's a um, Dane DeHaan, who was the other Green Goblin. They could have brought back any of these people, but the fact of the matter is, is like they were just there to prove a point to Peter. Yeah. In that you don't get to be Tony Stark's, protege with your high-tech suits and your you know your friends and going to MIT like you don't get to live that life mm-hmm. look at these two right like they, like that and that to me is how Tom Holland becomes Peter Parker it's that understanding and I'm, I'm gonna use the I'm gonna lean on my background right here this idea of like pathos this idea that like Peter Parker is a tragic character like this is a a, a kid who's a bum who has no meaningful relationships. He's got no future prospects. Every The world's passing him by and he's like a failure at everything he does except this. Mm-hmm. So when this does fail and he does, like that's when it hurts the most because like, this is the thing he's supposed to be good at. Yeah. And what I loved about this too is that I see, I've always seen Spider-Man as like an anti-Batman. Right, where this tragic thing happened to Batman, and now all he wants to do, a Bruce Wayne, and all he wants to do is be Batman. Mm -hmm. Peter Parker never wanted to be Spider-Man.
0: No, he became Spider-Man. There's a line in this movie too about there was only like one week since this all happened where he was like kind of normal, and it's when MJ knew who he was. And and again, he wasn't normal. He was still Spider-Man, but he said like since that happened, he like immediately was like an Avenger and all the shit. By the way, another great line. Where he's talking about he's an
1: Avenger, and the other two Spider-Man are like that's great. Awesome. What is that? <laughs> <laughs> like we don't know. But yeah, they... I mean, but that's like that. Peter Parker doesn't have team ups. He he doesn't no. get that. Well, and, and also that... if
0: if there was more Sandman and more Lizard in the movie, I certainly wouldn't have liked it more. No. I don't because no, again, cars. that's
1: not the point. The point no. is is like there are tra- these characters in front of you, these villains. Yeah, as a the, the common denominator, whether you saw it on screen or not, they all die. They all died, and and, they it's all, your fault.
0: and the, because they were all old school Marvel characters, they all yeah. have wild origin stories, which they also make fun of in this, like falling right. into stuff and like right, oh,
1: electric up? eels. Oh yeah, that makes sense.
0: Pit electric eels.
1: Like, Yeah, you no, don't,
0: you don't want that. Oh,
1: what do you say? Like that'll do it. That'll like, do it.
0: Um, I don't. I, I didn't love him, but we'll get to that. As far as
1: um, some of the other villains. Yeah, but like I think again, they are just representations of Peter Parker's failures yeah that's what it is like it yeah. doesn't matter the Peter Parker it doesn't matter what universe you come from is you're gonna fuck this up and you're gonna be miserable like yeah. that's the that's the crux of this story and they brought that back um and what was interesting too is we praised them in Civil War for never mentioning Ben and now you come to understand that like I don't think Peter ever really knew him doesn't seem like it right because he talks because uh what's it uh toby talk. the the raimi spider-man talks mm-hmm. about the death of uncle ben yep. and then garfield talks about gwen and then like peter's like may my may yeah. is like yeah, so yeah, yeah. it was never uncle an uncle ben thing it was It was always may yeah
0: whereas uh as you said <laughs> batman very much has the same origin over and over and over again. Over and over and over, over and over, over, and over again. Again. Like it this is, is a different a... twist. And I thought again, I thought they hammered both the comedic conversations between the three Spider-Man, the like kind of heavy conversations. And then also just the information pulls like where you're finding out like kind of what they've been doing since or sharing stuff for maybe some people that haven't seen every single Spider-Man movie. Right. But they were sort of like tossing out some of the other stuff that they had going on there. By the way
1: we are so in the weeds with this. we didn't even mention
0: your boy. I was getting there because I, I, we even hit on best moments. We sort of got yeah. uh, we got we got sidetracked with the Does' it make sense? Um, yeah, so you mentioned Andrew Garfield stealing the show, but for me, it was a much smaller role, but without question. And I know the anticipation was there. I know we both said, yes, he's going to be in this movie, but they never fully revealed it. It was never in a trailer. They did their best they possibly could to not reveal it ahead of time on Twitter, which has kind of spoiled everything. How cool, by the way, would this movie have been if you didn't even know Alfred Molina and Willem Dafoe were in it and you just watched it? It would have been fucking amazing. But finally, Ryan, Charlie Cox's Daredevil, Matt Murdock, is in a Marvel Cinematic Universe film after being in three great seasons of television where they themselves refer to the event in New York and the aliens and all that stuff, but they never, ever, ever have crossed over. So, fittingly, the first guy in the movies is Matt Murdoch. as it should be. He's awesome, and his scene in this was awesome. I sat, I shit you not, for five minutes in the theater with my mouth just open. I was yep. like, this is it. This is happening. And, he, and we kind of figured they're going to ease him in, He's not going to be daredevil in this movie. There's too much going on, but he's Matt Murdoch. He is at the table. He's giving lawyer advice to aunt may happy and Tom Holland, Spider-Man. And then when he fucking catches the brick out of the sky and Tom Holland just looks at him like, what? And he's like, how, how do you do that? that? I'm a great lawyer. I'm a really good lawyer. But like, yeah, so you just, you know, the Spider-Man daredevil team up is going to happen at some point. It has and to. it has to, Wait, can we spoil Hawkeye now too? What do you
1: think? What's the what's the ruling on that? Can we get a th- can we get a thumbs up or can we get an okay in the chat to talk about Hawkeye? Anybody, does anybody
0: desperately not want to spoil Hawkeye in the chat? I feel like we could probably spoil
1: Hawkeye. I'm waiting for one person to give. Nobody's you the green saying now. no, so I feel like. Go ahead. Come on. I want <laughs> one person to say it was all right. Mm-mm. Go, yeah, go go go. No, okay, no, so here no, we go. No, no. So the fact that Matt Murdock is in the MCU and now Kingpin's in the MCU. It's perfect. Amazing. Everything is perfect.
0: It's amazing. And finally, because this is what we've been saying for so long, you can't have stuff in New York and, and not mention these guys at all. And so now back to back, we got a TV show in New York and a movie in New York and boom, Kingpin. Daredevil. And
1: nobody knows who Spider-Man is. Nobody Nobody knows who he is. They just know no. that he exists. Like...
0: So that's the other thing is this movie had major stakes. Mm-hmm. And that was sort of one of my concerns, like uh, like Falcon Winter Soldier, which I didn't love. It's like basically, just tell us that Falcon is now Captain America, and Sharon Carter is like a double agent or whatever. Done. I just yeah. say I just saved everybody six hours. Of saved life. us
1: three episodes. Yeah.
0: This movie, however, Aunt May dies. Doctor Strange kind of fucks up. We'll get into that. Wong's kind of steaming at him. He probably shouldn't have done what he's done. We're very well aware now of the multiverse like big time. We know there are other Spider-Men, we know there are other villains and the ultimate thing and this is the real emotional center of the movie, no one remembers
1: who Peter Parker is. Yeah. That's he has no he has no ties to anybody now.
0: Now that Aunt May's gone, yeah, but nobody knows who he is. But this so this is also this kicks off another really fascinating discussion no, so d-
1: d- nobody knows that peter parker is spider-man people know no spider-man people know spider-man people know spider-man but they don't know peter parker
0: right mm-hmm. so it's now pretty...
1: now we're getting the whole thing like how is he gonna he doesn't have an id like he hasn't you know what i mean like he doesn't
0: no i don't know how that works now, he, has, yeah. he has an apartment mm-hmm. he's about living by himself in a little apartment but he is spider-man so yes. Because, again, they 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 even make that very clear. There's a J. Jonah Jameson being like, Spider-Man, like, what a coward. He needs to reveal who he is. Mm-hmm. So he exists. And so villains will know of Spider-Man. And it's sort of like if you guys read the uh, Civil War comic, he's, like, one of the first ones to, like, unmask. But prior to that, all the people that worked with him, they didn't know that he was a high school kid. No. And so that's what you're going to deal with now. So he's going to. And that scene is pretty tough when he goes and meets uh, MJ in the donut shop. Do you but think this, so
1: this is this is why I I I said yeah. that Tom Holland is now Spider-Man because he understands mm-hmm. that bringing someone into your life puts them in harm's way. Makes their life dangerous. And then he figures yeah. out like while Ned she and Ned are sitting there that they both got into MIT, yep. that they got everything they wanted except him. And how the the harmful to him But giving act to like let them have that rather than be selfish. And like he would rather be miserable than have anyone else be miserable.
0: So do you think he will try to have conversations with either one of them again? No. Because I feel like one of them might be able to figure it out. Like they. I don't know. Like I wonder just how strong the spell is or again, super corny, but this would be Mm -hmm. something in a movie. Like, if MJ and Peter Parker are destined to be together, there may be something. If they're around each other enough that it may kind of break through or something like that. It maybe doesn't hold. It's possible. Doctor Strange is a bit of a wild card. So I don't know if they had figured out. Also, there's a great line in here where Ned says something about, you know, um... Because he was talking to one of the other Spider Men, he's like he's talking
1: to Tobey Maguire, and he's like, hey, he's like "That's where know? my
0: best friend like tried to kill me or tried to he kill me and villain. I want to kill him." Yeah, yeah. And then he comes over, he's like, "I'll, I'll never become a villain and try to kill you." However, Ned Leeds is, is like one of the Hobgoblins, so in a couple of movies from now, yeah. Ned could very well be a Hobgoblin and try to kill Spider Man, which he I bet be. he does. I bet he, he could does. He be. bet he does, bet yeah. he does. but the...
1: for a reason. So the other thing, too, is this this leaves, you know, other interests for Peter Parker. Now, you can you know, you can lean on Betty Brant. You can bring in Felicia Hardy. You can bring in um, another Gwen Stacy. Um, and yeah, so the, the bringing
0: a Gwen, well, you got you got the Betty Brant there. They got Betty Brant there. But like,
1: I would love to see some black cat. I would love to see Felicia Hardy in there. Mm-hmm. So that would be something cool to do, um, especially with the Craven movie coming up. And I don't even know what universe that's in. I don't so, know either.
0: And oh, by the way, we didn't mention off the top, but this movie made a
1: shit load
0: of money. It right. made so much money. People were like, oh, I don't know if they're going to go because i Omicron. Like they went, people went to the saw the movie. I did it absolutely crushed it. It's not on the slate yet, but you would kind of have to envision a Spider-Man four. What
1: do you think? It's already in the works. Yeah. Um, and there's al- there's already talk of like an amazing three. And possibly a ramey four.
0: So I don't need that one. I'll tell you, I thought Garfield and Holland were so much better than McGuire in my mind.
1: I it, it, and again, I was worried that he wasn't gonna put the suit on because it seemed to me that he was kind of checked out. Yeah. um I, I
0: I think he was first of all, he's the furthest removed from being the character. Yeah. and I I'm with you. I don't think and one of the, cool.
1: one of the best Easter eggs. In the whole thing. I was dying laughing when Tommy McGuire well, right before the big thing and he was like stretching his back. Oh, uh, his back hurt. Cause yeah, because he broke his back playing yeah. Spider-Man. Like, he legitimately broke his back. So, like him, like you know, yeah, and then ha- up. Andrew Garfield cracking his by the way. I sneaky am one of the best backcrackers you'll ever other than Joe Gilmore. Oh, yes, I am I
0: know one backcracker. The unofficial, oh, yes, yes. the unofficial okay. um
1: good backcracker, the one with the this one i can do that like a like a sucker
0: that was great those guys mm-hmm. all look good in the suits so i would say i get th- i got chills in the movie three times i got chills when matt murdoch showed up i got chills the first time and they did sort of like the hero pose when the three spider-man swung yep. together that was fucking sick and then even though i thought he was the weakest of the spider-man just because it's such a nostalgic moment, was when Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man was face-to-face with Alfred Molina's Doc Ock. Yeah. Like, when they first just, like, saw each other and that they were there together for the first time. And he time. says,
1: "Was he, like, Peter, my boy. Like, you've, yeah, you know... Pretty good. But, um, yeah. I, um... That happened for me when they were, like, they see the back. You can't really tell. You can tell it's a Spider-Man, but you don't know which one it is at that point. Mm-hmm. And they like, Peter, Peter. And you turn, and you saw the big... Mark Bagley. Big eyes. Eyes. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, I love the big oh! eyes. Like I, you knew it was he knew it was coming. It was just yeah. one of those things. And it's funny, like we talk about like um, like bothersome parts. So Goo and I were talking on the side. We had we didn't know that you had seen it yet. So Goo and I were kind of going back yeah, and yeah. forth. And we were talking about like we were pissed that Ned stopped at three. Oh, yeah. Like what if he like opened it? thing? It would have been cheesy, but what if he opened a thing and it was like spider ham and he was like, <laughs> Nope, and just like closed it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know, um, yeah, where else? And I inspired? loved the Jamie Fox line. He's like, you know, you're from Brooklyn. Yeah, I said, no, you're from Queens. And you know, you don't. I forget how he said it, but he's like, feel I'm, like you you're got. Not, this, I'm yeah. surprised. You're, I thought you were black. And he's like, well, maybe in one of these other universes, there's a black Spider-Man.
0: Yeah, and I was like, wait, I'm like, they're not gonna
1: do that. we are not gonna. Really. Do that. I was like, oh my but god, could you could you have imagined if had like had Donald Marvel Glover showed
0: up? Yeah. yeah, pretty sick. Although Donald Glover's already in. Right, but,
1: like in yeah. that version in that version, he is, but like,
0: yeah, uh,, I know, so that would have been pretty funny if they brought in somebody else, uh let's see, i doctor Strange part to me is still kind of uh, I don't know interesting do do you think Ned is gonna become hobgoblin or do you think Ned's gonna become like a wizard? Because the whole thing with the magic, and he was able to use the portals. And at first, Doctor Strange kind of dismissed him, but then he was like, "You did that?" And he's like, mm. and "He kind of looked at him." So a
1: that's the thing that kind of messes with me is that they don't know who Peter is. Well, what would he have remembered that?
0: I'm glad you brought that up. I think that is pretty fascinating, actually. Because do you don't if you don't know Peter, do you have any memory of any of those things? If you don't
1: know Peter, then what would you have been doing there? You know, like that would you have thought you were helping spider-man
0: is that a loophole to it and maybe ned and mj think they know spider-man no probably not i don't fucking know
1: i don't think so Um, that's gonna have to
0: be revealed you know what honestly that's gonna have to be just like they've done a good job in the last like five movies kind of explaining what happened to people during the blip and giving mm -hmm. you like examples of what happened during the blip and them referring to it which they should if that fucking really happened in real life people would bring it up all the time They're going to have to do something with this, too. And they will. They'll they'll clarify it a little bit better on on what they can do and what they can't do.
1: And I think...
0: Oh, here you go. There's a fucking heater of a question. Hash King. Would Doctor Strange remember that he performed the spell?
1: I think he he might because he talked about um, a party. And he's like, do you remember that party that we had? And Wong was like, no. And he goes, there you go. Like, you know what I mean? So, I think he would remember casting. Strange also
0: had a line in there, like, I'm gonna, I'll see you later, or like, I like, see you around nice, or something. i like nice knowing you. No, I don't, yeah. I wonder if he knows that he's like, maybe I helped Spider Man conceal his identity, but I don't know what it is. Although, Dr. no, Strange, it would
1: make sense that he wouldn't know either.
0: But fucking Dr. Strange could probably figure out who, who Spider Man was.
1: Oh, I'm sure he could. And I think this is what, yeah, he could figure it out. But if he yeah. wanted to, or if he had any inclination to do it, or he did, because now, you know again one of the biggest gripes that you know people had with tom holland spider-man is like that's not spider-man like that's not he's not a high-tech wonderkin who has like this amazing fabricator and this amazing apartment and yeah. all these friends and you know all these avengers looking out for him like that's and not who that character suits. is <laughs> like you know i just make a new suit yeah all or of just that. turn it inside out like no like that doesn't work yeah, and, there wasn't
0: really much hard-on-your-luck Spider-Man. It was like, I'm an Avenger.
1: It's saving the world. Yeah, and now you got the kid with the police scanner and the sewing machine who's making his own stuff. Yeah. And I can't wait. I need to see that suit in a 4K still. Like, I need to see it.
0: I think yeah. he wore... Did he wear Jordans at the beginning, too? I think he might he was, have. Uh, I
1: don't know if but they, they were Jordans. They were definitely of, Nikes. They were like they were Nikes. Like,
0: they might have it. it reminded me of the Miles Morales ones just a little bit. Yeah. So one of the things I really, really liked about this was... There is no Oscorp in the MCU. There's no... I didn't like that part. I'm just going to explain that. I, there's there's no Green Goblin. And we've seen Spider-Man now. And you're like, man, Green Goblin might be his best villain. And there are so many great villains. But it's like, his real kind of like... And I think it's why they went to it in Raimi in the first one. Because it's like, what a way to start. But to have this other Green Goblin show up that Tom Holland's never met before... And to have him be the one that kills Aunt May, and so to have him, even though it's not like this long-standing rival, it's not this big feud. It's different than like Mysterio. It's different than Vulture. But to have Green Goblin have that impact on this Spider-Man in this universe, I thought that part of it was perfect, and I um, thought they did a good job u- using him. I thought Willem Dafoe and Alfred Molina were really good. I don't think Jamie Fox was great, and then the other two guys, like we already said, were
1: kind of. But again, I right mean, now. they weren't. They didn't have to be. No, 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 no. I think, I think that was the that was the way, the bond between the three of them is that this is, this is what happens. Like this is this is who we are. Yeah, you know. And I, as much as Strange said, this is their fate. They die at Spider-Man's hand. You can't change that. In the same way, that's him explaining too that like you can't change who you are either. Like that's who you are. Yeah. And like, ultimately, you know that pain you know you and uh, the them dying at the hands of spider-man is a mistake that peter parker made somehow mm-hmm. um yeah. or self-preservation like you know he jumped out of the way of the glider it hits the, you know he didn't technically kill him but
0: well right it was fighting know, him and, and saying that, that's sort of a loophole too maybe with these guys like fighting spider-man they died Like he didn't actually
1: he didn't actually kill them yeah um, no he's
0: not a not big but i think he points. says that he thinks
1: they die fighting spider-man uh that yeah that's what he says yeah but then again, kill
0: them yeah you saw the clip from willem defoe's and you're like mm, that, not really right nah, i was like i don't think he really like he really got him
1: and it was it was great that the toby toby spider-man stopped him from doing that uh
0: yeah from yeah, yeah 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 And it was also cool. Andrew Garfield saving MJ when he couldn't save Gwen Stacy. Oh, Did
1: that break your heart a little bit? Did that get you a little bit when he's like, are you okay? And she said, are you
0: okay? I'm surprised they didn't make that a little bit longer. That was like a really quick scene. Like they didn't do, there was at no point. Did you think he was not going to get her? Like they kind of really,
1: but there was that moment where he webbed, he webbed her and then pulled her up and then flipped.
0: It was, it was a great scene. And I, by the way, I think Zendaya is great in this role and she's gotten better the first couple of movies, I'm like, gosh, she's pretty good, but there were a few lines in this that I thought she was great. Cause she could do the little quips. She wasn't over the top quippy. Like she was in the other ones. I feel like, mm-hmm. and maybe that was because she wasn't with Spider-Man, right? Yeah. Like, so you'd be a
1: little bit cat and mouse more. Whereas and I think someone, good. So sorry to interrupt. So someone oh. said in the chat that like how good Defoe was, even without the mask. And I think that was one of his biggest things is he didn't want to wear it again because that it takes away from that character. Yeah, and
0: like it's perfect casting because he's wild like, looking. Looks like, like a goblin. Yes, when he does that weird thing with his eyes and then yeah, and the laugh. You know, like yeah, he, um, he wanted to a... do the action scenes too. I read he's like yeah, I don't want, so... like, I don't want to pop in for like a random cameo or like a couple of like
1: sit ins. He's like I want to be like in the movie mm-hmm. and they're
0: like mm-hmm. and, and I,
1: I... love that the relationship between Otto mm-hmm. Octavius and Peter. You got to see a little bit more yeah. of them, um. Getting along because that's a meaningful relationship to that character,
0: you know. Yeah, got, yeah. nailed it in the uh, trailer breakdown too, saying that he was going to help them. Like he was definitely mo- more of a help than a hindrance yeah. mm-hmm. uh, in that one. So that was that was pretty good. So the mid credit scene, you get Venom. You get Tom Hardy's Venom sitting at a bar and he's like taking notes. And the guy, Danny Rojas. Yeah, I don't watch Ted Lasso, but yes. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> he was breaking down like Thanos and what happened and everything else and. So Tom Hardy as Venom, even though the movies aren't great, like he, it's a, it's a very entertaining character. The back Absolutely, forth, it's it's good, it's humorous, the whole thing. I have questions though about this. I feel like it's more of a, kind of like throwing Sony a bone here with this, trying to be like, yeah, we'll include Venom in this to like help you guys out. It does. It still doesn't make a ton of sense to me. So okay. I'm with you on the symbiote thing. I'm with you yep. on that. Maybe the symbiote knows who he is. But if you remember at the end credit scene of Venom 2, he gets like blipped into like another hotel room. And at that moment, you see J. Jonah Jameson say, We know the identity of Spider Man and it is Peter Parker. The spell doesn't happen right away. So he wouldn't have been blipped in that soon. Like the, because think about Peter Parker had to live his life with people following around get, you yeah know, see this is where school. this is where
1: if you start and again the symbiote tells him like you know how many years living in like a hive mind yeah. like if i shared this information with you like it would break your brain like i think that's the kind of the same thing you got to go with here like and i love that that they did that line in venom too because it's just like look we're not going to explain this to you like it would just break your brain so just like just bear with us here no, you know, I, like I think, that,
0: But I think in order to introduce him, because you can spin it that way. But like, all right, Eddie Brock doesn't know who he is, but the symbiote does, and that's what brought him here. But the timing is still off because this was still pre the right. spell
1: happening. So that wow. happened prior to the spell. Um, and again, it could have been a a, a previous. New, I mean, if you wanted to explain it away, you could be like, Well, it was a recording from a newscast that happened oh, the week before. Be like,
0: we yeah, something yeah, like that. And so, but like,
1: he, um but he's here, but now he's gone. But yeah, he's still well, no. He's gone, but he left some
0: of the symbiote behind.
1: He left some of the symbiote behind, but also if everyone in that world... See, this is where it gets tricky, because I'm like, does he still know that Peter Parker's Spider-Man, even in his own world?
0: I would imagine that the spell doesn't change symbiote's knowledge. Well, it's a
1: hive mind. So again, so like, uh... he still might know. So that's... Again, so now you have an Eddie Brock who's potentially looking for Peter Parker,
0: mm-hmm. but he's going to find the
1: wrong Peter Parker. Right, it's going to be. He's a not going to find. He's Tom still Hall. looking for. looking for Peter Parker.
0: Oh, so he'll find. Maybe this is where you get Garfield. Although it was the McGuire yeah. one on the Morbius thing, but McGuire's not going to want to come back.
1: No, he said he would for the right thing. He said he would.
0: Yeah, the right thing. Yeah. Oh, one hundred million. Do you know that the? Uh, did you ever see Molly's game?
1: The movie molly's game is that the one with carla gogino no that's the one with uh she's that's the, the card player game.
0: yeah so molly's yeah. game is with jessica chastain and it's yes. a true story about molly bloom who was a skier turned like she would run high stake poker rooms mm-hmm. and anyway there's one character in there they don't say his name he's an actor and he's a fucking piece of shit and yeah. he plays high stake poker by all accounts
1: that's toby mcguire i've heard the stories about him like you know, playing poker and then like yeah. not tipping and just being a just a yeah it's, making it's people. Not. He would like like cocktail waitresses would come over and he'd like offer him a tip, but they'd have to like bark like a dog for him, like you know what I mean. I like guess he's a like real douchebag shit. Yeah, if,
0: if all that's true, he sounds like a real son mm-hmm. of a bitch. uh Also, the end credit scene is basically just like a teaser for Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness,
1: which that was a full blown trailer.
0: Or a trailer that yeah. will be the uh next Marvel movie that comes out May 6th. Scarlet Witch, I think, is gonna sit is gonna kick ass in this movie. I think Scarlet Witch is gonna dominate because I don't again,
1: I don't know how I feel about
0: Doctor Strange.
1: And well, I I do love that the what if kind of setup like this Doctor Strange versus Doctor Strange thing. Yeah. Like there's another version of you where this doesn't go well, and it has to do with um Rachel McAdams I forget the name of uh, uh Paul uh uh
0: the character's name I want to say I want to it's not Rachel it's something Palmer like the night nurse
1: yeah and I I, okay. I you know what if kind of teed this up a little bit and if they if they did that because that was one of the better episodes too where he was what? constantly trying to save her and this whole idea of like Nexus events like you can't get away from that right um someone in the chat's got it but
0: her name was Christine um, Palmer.
1: Christine Palmer. But I got yep.
0: partial points for Palmer, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Arnold Palmer. A uh, delicious, delicious drink. <laughs> yeah. So, who do you think? Do you think Andrew Garfield was the uh, the MVP of this? Uh, no,
1: I, I I still think Tom Holland's the MVP no. of this. But I was pleasantly surprised by how invested Garfield was in the character, and yeah, it just seemed. Effortless for yeah. him to do what he's he right. did. He is um, great, yeah. Even just going back and forth with like Ned and MJ, like him, just like no, I'm not gonna do that. Like like crawl on the ceiling. He's like, no, I'm not. I'm not gonna. Do yeah, that. no. And <laughs> like, yeah, he's like his head stuck to the wall. He's like, this isn't enough. Like, yeah, no. Yeah. The whole thing with Ned's mother, that was yeah. a little too much. That was that like, went That was the only time I was like, okay, come on, you know. At least give her subtitles so you don't have to like tell him what, what she said.
0: Yeah, I'm not a huge Ned fan. Like he's fine. Like, I understand his point. This Flash Thompson also
1: sucks, but he at least wasn't in it very long. And Fla- there's a Flash Thompson in another universe that becomes Agent Venom, where they actually make a super soldier like with a Venom symbiote. So that's Flash Thompson. Well, so,
0: so what's your prediction for? Th- does the symbiote that is left behind in this universe go on to somebody that has already had it? Oh, I'm sorry, somebody that we've already met, or do you think it's like a new character will get it? Well, it a few, I mean, you could do anything you want, really. You could
1: do anything you want, but at some point, Craven gets it in Craven's Last Hunt. Okay. So, and that's a so the, You know that Craven movie's coming, and you know that before it goes to whatever Eddie Brock, that it goes to Peter first. Right. So maybe that symbiote that is left over goes to peter that goes looking for peter
0: yep there you go that makes sense actually peter get it and then he gets into a Mm. fight with somebody and then that's how that all happens yep i like that like that i do like that a little bit
1: yeah what else you got um Um, i mean this is again this is i love you know we're back to homemade suits we're back to mm. shitty apartments we're back to dead-end jobs we're back in. we're back peter b parker is now in the mcu
0: when do you think oh no by the way uh i know how they this is like so a couple of the easter egg ish type of things so there's no avengers in either of the other universes mm-hmm. but yeah. um j jonah jameson references dr strange and i think spider-man 2 but doesn't mean he's necessarily yeah. like uh, no. sorcerer supreme or anything but he does mention them.
1: But it also um, now again again, what you've laid the groundwork for is a smaller scale Spider-Man who knows Matt Murdock, yeah, who's aware of Kingpin, who is going to be introduced to the Fantastic Four. Yeah. Who, you sure. know what I mean? So it's like yeah. we Daredevil. have so much now, to do. Do you think this
0: opens the door up to Daredevil season four or for Daredevil to pop up in more movies? What do you think will happen
1: first? Both. I think I think we're gonna see him see yeah. another series. Right. And then he's going to be around. He's going to be around. And I would love to see them do um, like some of the Frank Miller stuff, some of the yellow suit, you know, some of like, I would love to see that in. Oh my God. There's so much more yeah. to do.
0: No, there is, you could definitely do it. I wonder just how violent they can go. And exactly. I know you pointed out, you know, Mandalorian or Falcon winter soldier or whatever, but like daredevil was on another level when that shit was going. Cause even Hawkeye is like, There's, like, action scenes and stuff, but it's not, like... Like, people die, but you
1: don't see it.
0: Yeah, it's different. Yeah. So, do any of these... Does Spider-Man or any of these other characters, but I guess specifically Spider-Man, show up in any of the following... Just say yes or no for the following movies. Does Spider-Man show up in Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness? No. But do you think he references him? Yes. He should, and especially because it's Sam Raimi's doing it. Mm Mm-hmm. He better mention something about Spock. Or he's
1: like on TV or these like yeah, this, yeah. you know, you see Jay Jones Jameson but you don't yeah. actually see yeah. him. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh Thor no way. No. Black Panther
1: no way. Mm-hmm. The Marvels no mm-hmm. way. Guardians uh, You think Marvels? Kam- oh, Kamala Khan is a New York kid, so
0: Oh, yeah, I suppose. I think they're going to have other stuff going on. Mm-hmm. Uh Guardians 3, no, no. chance. Ant Man and the Wasp, Quantum Mania, maybe, maybe, maybe. Now this is because the other thing is you're doing with multiverses, and yet Kang the Conqueror we got in Loki, and we know we're getting an Ant Man, but I wonder he has to pop up in Doctor Strange, doesn't he? Who's this? Kang the Conqueror from oh, Loki. Oh hell yeah. yeah! I would think so. Absolutely. I'm, and then and then there's a Fantastic Four movie that's still TBA across the board, but and that I would, think
1: he shows up in that.
0: Almost certainly have to. There is obviously. a
1: good, there is a good like weird rivalry friendship with Johnny Storm and Peter Parker, mm-hmm. or Spider. Or,
0: or yeah. what I can also see is like the Fantastic Four mid-credit scene involving Spider-Man, which teases his next movie, and it's just a whole fucking thing.
1: Yeah, and I think that there's, you know, the what they there's um the bombastic bag man when yeah. Spider-Man lost his suit and had like the paper bag, but he had a Fantastic Four suit to like get home. <laughs> oh. Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: So you can do all that. So that's what we think of uh Spider Man No Way Home. You can or let us know what you guys think at Dork Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. You can also email us anytime, dorkpodcast at gmail.com. Uh anything else at all? Oh, Spider-Man exa- no. It's pretty I'm, good. I'm
1: happy to have real Peter Parker back.
0: Yep. I'm glad we we're able to talk about it. Mm-hmm. Uh <laughs> Jessica Jones, season three shows up in Doctor Strange. <laughs> yeah, that's a good <laughs> line. That, yeah, that might be next week. Well, if we uh, listen, if Jessica Jones, once they announce Kristen Ritter is back in the MCU, we might have to go back and do it they have to watch it. But until then, <laughs> let's
1: do this. pick of the ball, pick of the ball, pick of the ball, pick of the ball.
0: All right, Ryan, I would you like to kick, receive, defer, or you may also choose to defend the goal.
1: I mean, this is an easy one. I'll re- I will take the ball okay. this, this week. Um, this is this is simple. This is simple, Richard. It's the same as yours. You have the same pick of the pot as I do. Go watch McGruber like awesome just go watch it it's fucking hilarious
0: it's so goddamn good we will do a standalone episode on it just a matter of time so maybe a little bit uh later on in the process and i would say
1: this might be um a little out of out of school but if you don't like this series mcgruber fuck you ouch turn off the podcast you don't like us if you don't like this you don't like us fuck you dickhead So good. It's very covered similar. Covered dink with a blow punked. And you. Episodes. <laughs> I love how he carried the stereo just to cover up his wang. That's so
0: good. Has it everywhere. He. Oh, was
1: there was one. Enos Kump was. Or no, sorry. Enos uh, Quith, Quith was like. Quith. He said something about his dick. And he goes, Oh, that's what we're calling a dick now? Yeah.
0: <laughs> Billy Zane. Good line. Yeah. Billy Zane. That's her yeah. calling a dick uh yeah no that shows great and you can tell with yorma as like one of the like the director and like one of the writers with will forte there's so much overlap and humor between that and i think you should leave with tim robinson like all those guys know each other work together like a lot of the
1: same kind of stuff i would love for tim robinson to be some like bit player in this show
0: i know i (laughs) i I'm waiting for him to pop up in more stuff. Like, wouldn't people want him in their stuff? The dude's hysterical.
1: Yeah. I would love him to be like. They talk about like Ned being like the guy in the chair. Could you imagine Tim Robinson being MacGruber's guy in the chair? Yes, I can. He's like the guy in the van, like like stressing out about that would like actually doing that face.
0: That would be amazing if they uh, if they have another season because obviously there's so much with the dynamic between the three of them. <laughs> that like like philippe wig and him and if he just like brings in a random guy like yeah of
1: course of course i have this guy and they're like who is this and it's tim robinson he's like yeah who do you think where do you think i've been getting all my rubber bands and paper clips from <laughs> he's just like basically he's like his assistant but he just goes to like staples and buy office uh, yeah.
0: supplies you like, buy like a, 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 one large brown egg and here he is <laughs> all right next week we're gonna break down hawkeye and i'll tell you right now it has a chance to be the best mcu disney plus show
1: we'll see what we do at the end here right
0: Everything. i mean loki and wanda vision wanda vision came out forever ago it feels like but was also great right so it'll be tough to top those two but i honestly think it has a chance
1: and i, I feel like the trajectory of the show has gone steadily up yeah like as the like you know how like wanda was like mm, i don't know about this and then it was like rocket ship right this has oh. been steadily building towards yeah. this finale which is which is great
0: i know it um well merry christmas ryan to you oh, and to everybody bless you. else that's listening God you know? bless you. have one have a have a have heck one. of a holiday I,
1: I actually i actually have to i'm gonna get you your christmas present i don't, I don't have time to mail it I won't get there for christmas. A, you don't have to get me anything ryan don't worry don't worry. Guy has
0: everything kidding me <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right well anyway i do uh, have something you don't have so that's what i got you
0: <laughs> a 10 pound dick <laughs> go on clean it up a little bit for the podcast for Christ's sake how dare you insult me on Christmas week?
1: I didn't. I didn't. You no, did. That was, that was me.
0: <laughs> I was just guessing. It be really writing. cold
1: out here. <laughs> really Come on.
0: <laughs> oh, he had some. I I know you haven't seen it all, so I don't want to spoil some of the lines. Yeah. But he had some that were just off the charts funny. It's it's just. <laughs> How about the very beginning to the series, the recap of the movie with Maya <laughs> Rudolph.
1: It's pretty good.
0: Unbelievable. Unbelievable. All right. Well, that'll do it for us. Again, you can uh, subscribe and follow us and check out our YouTube channel. Uh subscribe there, YouTube.com slash dork podcast. We stream these episodes every Monday night, 8 45. Then they're available via podcast after that. Next week, it is Hawkeye. So everybody seriously have a very uh Merry Christmas. Enjoy the holiday. And we will be back next week with our last show, I believe, of 2021. Right. Ryan, you don't give a shit, do you? What'd you say? I said, you don't give a shit, do you? Not really.